0: Welcome to Gathering Gold, a podcast for highly sensitive souls. I'm Cheryl Paul, a counselor trained in the Jungian depth psychological tradition. And I'm Victoria Russell, Cheryl's niece and co-host. This podcast explores some of the themes highlighted in my book, The Wisdom of Anxiety, and my Conscious Transitions blog. Join us as we dive into the realms of our inner worlds to ask deep questions, grow more self-trust and self-love, and embrace sensitivity, creativity, and the rhythms of the natural world. If you would like to connect with me, Victoria, and others in the Gathering Gold listener community and support the podcast to help us continue our work, please consider joining our Patreon patreon.com slash gathering gold. To learn more about Cheryl's course offerings, including courses to support you in breaking free from anxiety in all forms, learning to trust yourself, and becoming more comfortable with uncertainty, please visit Cheryl's website, conscious-transitions.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Cheryl is at Wisdom of Anxiety, and I am at Perennials Podcast. Thank you for listening. Hello, Gathering Gold listeners. This is Cheryl, and I am here on my own again this week as Victoria is taking a much-needed rest. I miss her. But we will be back together for our next episode, which we are both very excited about. So being here on my own these last few weeks has brought to light one of the reasons why I love doing this podcast with Victoria. It is the first and only time in my 25 years of working in this field that I have collaborated in a significant way on a project with somebody else. I was considering collaborating several years ago on a project, and one of my mentors advised me against it. She said something like, you need to fly solo or you're a one-man show or something like that. But she was wrong. And I often think about how quickly she spoke that declaration and how looking back, To me, it speaks to an outdated mindset, somewhat of a patriarchal mindset around independence and manning the ship alone. Like there's only room for one captain, one president, one leader. Creating alongside Victoria has shown me what I intuitively knew at that time that the collaborative approach is the feminine way. It's the circle instead of the straight line. It's a dialogue instead of a monologue. I've done a lot of monologues, and I think there's a place for them, but it's not where my heart is anymore. I don't want to steer the ship alone. I deeply value the insight and the feedback that Victoria brings and the synergy that happens between us when we sit in sacred ritual space together when we drop down and in together. When I imagine possibly offering an in-person retreat one day, I see Victoria beside me in circle, in collaboration. But, alas, here I am on my own one more time, and I want to talk about Exactly this topic of another way, another way to lead, another way to offer information, another way to be in community, another way to live. I'm hearing this need and this longing everywhere, in my groups, with my clients, with my friends, We are all waking up. We know the old ways don't work anymore. And I'm not sure that they ever have except for an elite few. The grind doesn't work. The separation from our children doesn't work. The way we think about and approach money and work, it doesn't work. So... I'm going to share a poem called Another Way, which emerged from another beautiful exchange that I'm a part of an exchange where I meet monthly with a very wise woman, very wise friend, and we hold intentional space for the other. One hour, once a month, such a powerful container that we create together. She's a woman who is steeped in forging another way of approaching money and work and true wealth and abundance. And she inspires me deeply. I witness her monthly stepping out of the patriarchal patterns and paradigms that have been infused into all of us and bravely finding language that speaks to this other way, the feminine way, the way that if we can embrace it will lead to true wealth for everyone, true wealth in the most expansive sense of that phrase. She doesn't have all the language yet, and she struggles at times, like all of us, with the old messages that nip at the heels of her mind, but she keeps forging ahead. She keeps dancing with these difficult Places She keeps wrestling between the old and this other way that must be born, that is being born through her and through so many others right now. So the last time we met, I wrote this poem the next morning. I will read it now. It's called Another Way. Wise woman on the cliff speaks, there is another way. It has been hidden from you, behind veils and mists that cause you to believe that there is only this way, the way of fear and scarcity and not enough, the way of working even when you're not working because the voice nips at your mind and tells you it's dangerous to rest, to be, to stare into a sky both full and empty, and listen to the whispers of yes and no. And to trust is most dangerous of all. The old way says, do not stop. To stop is to drown, and worry is part of what keeps you afloat. But there are women who know that there's another way. They've seen it and tasted it, standing above a wild ocean, wind dancing fiercely with robes and scarves. Unruly, she says. Elemental. Free. Tell us more, I say. We need to know what you've seen. We need to see what you've known. curious where this poem lands in you allowing for a few moments to let the poem rest into you land into you noticing where it lands how it lands is another way there is another way what are some of the attributes of this other way i'm going to read a list of qualities and i invite you to notice which ones speak a yes or whisper a yes to you this yes as the place of longing which indicates this is a direction i want to move in this is a quality that I would like to grow inside of me, in my life, with others. Collaborative, creative, soft, slow, relational, diffuse, Metaphoric, sleep, rest, body, process, mystery, listening, poetry, moon, night. These are all qualities of the feminine. And we also need qualities of the sacred masculine. We need healthy competition, discernment, clarity, fierce but loving boundaries, protection, focus, energy, goal-oriented, definite answers, mind, fast, talking, sun, day. And when I'm talking about feminine and masculine, I always want to be clear that I'm not talking about gender. We all, every one of us, carry the archetypal qualities of the masculine and feminine within us. This largely stems from Jungian terminology, which probably needs an update so that it's not so binary, but for now, this is the language that we have, and I think as long as we're clear that we're not talking about gender, it's still helpful language to understand archetypes, And to name the terrible imbalance that has caused us to arrive at this point on our planet. So in the Jungian model, we are seeking to bring wholeness, to bring the feminine and the masculine into balance inside all of us, recognizing that we all carry masculine qualities, we all carry feminine qualities, but that when one is sorely out of balance As we live in this world today, things don't go very well. So we need both archetypal energies. We need moon and sun. We need softness and firm boundaries. We need rest and energy. We need listening and talking. We need rest and Productivity. But again, we have favored the masculine principles. We favor being goal oriented and achievement oriented over process and creativity. We favor competition over collaboration. We favor definite answers over mystery. We favor talking over listening. We favor working hard over rest. All of these places are important. We need them all, but the favoritism is not going very well. Whenever I talk about rest with my clients, the response is always some version of, I feel guilty when I rest. I feel lazy. Where in the world did we learn that rest is lazy? Well, we learned it everywhere. We grew up learning that to be productive and to achieve is the ultimate goal. And to sit and do nothing is considered... Unproductive. So we need to now compensate in the other direction. And people are feeling it. We are tired. We are exhausted. We cannot keep going at this pace with these expectations. We know that there's a better way, a more humane way, a more balanced way, We're not sure what that looks like yet, but we know it's possible. Our minds can't quite conceive it, at least my mind can't, but my body knows. My body knows, and when I listen closely enough, I trust, I trust what my body knows. I've spent a lot of time this past year, since my 50th birthday, turning inward and resting in an entirely new way. It's the first year since 2010 that I didn't release a new course or a book, and it felt so good to let my work be in the world without creating something new. Where did that creative energy go? It's resting. It's having a fallow period, just like the garden does in winter. I spent a lot of time this year staring at the sky and sitting at the creek, listening, singing, praising, sometimes with my notebook, my journal close by, but sometimes just sitting, trusting that my presence is enough. Trusting that I don't have to transpose what I witness into a poem or a piece of writing. It's enough to sit and witness the trees and the squirrels and the sky and the moon. It's enough to praise the water in the creek. It's enough to listen to the birds singing. At some point, it occurred to me maybe it's even more than enough. Maybe it's part of what is being asked of us right now to simply listen, to slow everything down and take time every day to listen. And from this year of deeper rest, taking more naps than I've ever taken, prioritizing sleep in my body in an entirely new way, I can feel some energy returning. Quite a lot, actually. I'm not sure yet how this energy will want to be expressed, but I have some inklings. For now, I'm still watching and listening, no sudden moves. I'm noticing how the energy to create comes from a replenished well of being, not from a need to strive or override, even when I'm depleted. For the first time since giving birth to Everest more than 18 years ago, I don't feel depleted. I feel restored. And I'm ready. I'm excited to see what I will birth next. another way wise woman on the cliff speaks there is another way it has been hidden from you behind veils and mists that cause you to believe that there is only this way the way of fear and scarcity and not enough The way of working even when you're not working because the voice nips at your mind and tells you it's dangerous to rest, to be, to stare into a sky both full and empty and listen to the whispers of yes and no. And to trust is most dangerous of all. The old way says, do not stop. To stop is to drown. And worry is part of what keeps you afloat. But there are women who know that there's another way. They've seen it and tasted it. Standing above a wild ocean. Wind dancing fiercely with robes and scarves. Unruly, she says. Elemental. Free. Tell us more, I say. We need to know what you've seen. We need to see what you've known.